0: Well, hello there, top teachers. We are your hosts, Michelle Emerson and Bridget Spackman, and we are here to make your life easier by helping you master your time, organization, and productivity as a
1: teacher. Today's episode is going to be very laid back. Bridget and I are just going to chit chat about our plans for the summer, talk a little bit about how this summer is going to be different than a usual summer for us, obviously due to COVID, but also due to some other changes that are taking place. And yes, this is meant to sound like a tease. Mm. (laughs) So there is some big information shared in this episode. So grab your favorite beverage of choice and make sure you are listening closely. But first, let's go ahead and hear a
0: TSH from Natalie. And no, we didn't do this on purpo- purpose. We had a Natalie last time, but it's a different Natalie.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I love that I put the note in here that I wanted to share my fun fact, but I already did that in the last episode in case you oh. missed it. My name was almost Natalie. My dad wanted to name me Natalie. That was my fun fact. Um, but I already shared that in the last episode. That's really crazy. Yeah,
0: that is crazy. <laughs> okay, so let's go ahead and hear the TSH from Natalie. She says, "My time sucking hurdle. Uh, these times have been moving. I live in Texas, and I moved from Mansfield to no- New North." Fort Worth. Wow, that was a load for me to get out, guys. And the move was exhausting. The drive from the apartment to my house is 45 minutes without traffic. I was moving for four days and had to go back to school with no resting time. I still have some boxes here and there, but I don't have my accessible um, this year because everything is in moving boxes. I need a vacation.
1: Wait, which box was my
0: passport in? (laughs)
1: I love that. That was cute. Um, So I can relate to this, Natalie. So surprise, Billy and I bought a house. And on top of that, we are moving to Austin, Texas. Uh, I'm just going to leave that there for now. Obviously, I have a lot more to share, but I'm going to save it for later on in this episode.
0: I literally have no words right now. Like, I feel like I've just been a ball of emotion and I've known this for so long and it's just really hard. But Natalie, listen, we totally understand. Well, Michelle's going to understand very, very soon, but I can completely relate. We moved from... I lived in Houston. I was born and raised Houston. We moved to Alabama, which was crazy experience when I was about 20. And then from Alabama, ended up moving to Pennsylvania. So I totally relate to what it feels like on having to pack away your entire life, not knowing where anything was. Um, And we lived with my in-laws for about a year. So we had some of our stuff in like a storage container. We had other things that we were living with. So it can be very, very challenging. I, I totally get you, but it does get better, and I think enjoying those small moments as you're moving and enjoying the experience itself um, is just fun. Like I feel like I just remember those days of moving into a new place, laying in the on like with nothing around you, like on a mattress, eating pizza because that's all you have, and it's like finger food. <laughs> but those moments in your life, I think, are going to be ones that you want to cherish forever. So congratulations on the move, Um, but it will get better. We promise.
1: So before we go on to like what we actually have in our notes of what we're going to talk about, I'm going to deviate us just for a minute. So (laughs) it's interesting because I... I've moved a lot. You know, once I initially moved out of my parents' house for college, I moved into a dorm. From there, I had to move into a temporary dorm because I was doing summer classes. I then moved into an apartment. I then moved into a different apartment. I then moved in with my current boss, like in a room in her house. I then moved in with an apartment with Billy. And then we moved from that apartment to our townhouse. So it's like I've moved a lot, but I've never moved this far. Far, like across the country, big. So move. when did you move out of your parents' house? So I was seventeen when wow. I first moved out, and I mean I turned eighteen like three months later. Um, but when I graduated high school, I was seventeen, and so when I moved out, I was 17. wow. Yeah, yeah so that's ten crazy. years, ten years of moving around, you know, apartment to apartment and townhouse to townhouse. Yeah. When when Billy and I moved from the town where. Billy had grown up and where I went to college. When we moved from our apartment there to our current townhouse, at the time, that was my biggest move because we were moving like two, two and a half hours away. Mm -hmm. Um, But right now we mapped it. So from our house, currently our townhouse, to Mm -hmm. our new house that we just bought, it is a 24 hour drive. It's literally like 23 hours yep. and 58 minutes or something crazy. Yeah. So that's going to be an adventure. Um. Yeah. OK, we're we're going to talk about all that in just a little bit. Okay. So don't get into the details. Let's hear okay. the story. OK, let's start with the story. So <laughs> and actually, I have a detail that I'm going to throw out to you okay. that is going to surprise you. Um. Oh. OK, so here's here's the story. First of all, I have been obviously keeping this a secret from like social media and even like my extended family, like my aunts and uncles, um, you know, at this time don't even know because we're recording this like the middle of May and I'm not announcing it until the beginning of June. So this podcast episode is going up like mid-June, which is why I'm sharing it. But basically the only people that have known about this are my parents, Billy's parents, and Bridget. Like that's I feel literally so special. it. <laughs> So, on the day that was it—the day we were under contract—I think I think you had either signed it.
0: It was probably—I think it was the next day that you had signed, yeah, or had or they accepted the offer.
1: Yes, it was when they accepted it, so we were officially under contract. So basically, right now, obviously, the housing market in general is absolutely insane, but. Austin specifically. It's a very, very competitive market. And Billy and I were lucky enough. We put in one offer on a house and it got accepted. So it was a very fast process. Um, And once we were under contract with the house, the next day I'm sitting at home. I think it was a weekend, like a Saturday, I think, or something. I don't know. Billy wasn't home. I'm at home by myself on the couch. And I had my windows open so I can see like the edible arrangement truck pull up. And I, I get really excited. I'm like, oh, an edible arrangement. Like who doesn't love an edible arrangement? But I was like, Michelle, don't get excited. It's probably for the neighbors. But I see the guy get out and I'm like, no, he's walking up to my house. This is so exciting. So I go out and grab this edible arrangement. And it's adorable, like it's a, a little balloon, there's flowers and there's a box of, you know, like the chocolate covered fruit. And I'm like, oh, like this is so cute. I'm so excited. So I, I open the card, okay? And and I am I have a picture of it, Bridget. Okay. So I'm going to read it. So it says, congratulations on buying your first home. Even though you guys are moving away from me, I am so proud and happy for you. This is such a big moment and I wish you both the best on this new journey in life. And then there's a heart and then a capital A. All right, this mysterious capital A. So (laughs) I'm reading this, and instantly, again, there's not that many people that even know, so it kind of limits it. But I see heart A, and I think it's Billy's mom, (laughs) because Billy's mom, her name is Elaine, and she signs cards and things with, like, she'll just sign it A. So I'm like, oh, like, Billy's mom, like, that's so nice. You know, she she, she sent us this edible arrangement because she knows we went under contract. Like, OK. So I text Billy's mom. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, hey, like, thank you so much for the edible arrangement. That's so sweet. And she's like, you're welcome. But I didn't send it. And I'm like, oh, she's joking, right? Like, no, she, she's playing around. So I'm like texting Billy. I'm like, wait, your mom didn't send this? Like, who else would have signed the letter A? So it's this big like mystery. And because it says moving away from us, we're like, well, it has to be someone around in this area. At this point, my parents didn't even know yet that we were under contract. They knew we had put in an offer, but they didn't know it had been accepted. So my parents were off the table. um, And then, which I'm going to come back to that in a second, because now in hindsight, I'm thinking back on this. So if it's not Billy's mom, we're like, well, is it his aunt? Like his aunt lives in Baltimore. So like maybe she heard through the grapevine and sent us an edible arrangement. But we're like totally dumbfounded on who this is. We even call Billy's mom and we're like, you sent it, right? And she's like, <laughs> no, like I did not send it. And we're like, who else would sign the letter A? And it's funny because she even said, she's like, well what about like your your maid of honor? Like did she send it? And I was like, but her name is Bridget. Why would she sign it A? Like I'm so confused. <laughs> So finally, we're sitting here trying to think like, who could it be? And I was like, I'm just going to call Bridget. And it was the most awkward phone conversation because <laughs> I call Bridget and I'm like, all right, this is going to sound really weird. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, like, just ignore it. I was like, but did you send something to us? And so then it came out. She's like, oh, yeah. And we realized it was her. We have no idea how the A got there. I have no idea, guys. (laughs) A is for anonymous,
0: I guess. I don't know. I honestly, it was like the night before. And we all know how I get like really late at night. But in my head, I was like, I need to send something to Michelle, like to congratulate her. And so I'm like sitting here trying to type this and I'm watching the circle at the same time. So I'm wondering if I accidentally typed the A. (laughs) After I, as I was watching the circle, and I don't like to reread things, so just I didn't even reread it I thought they were they asked me for my name so I thought that they were gonna add from Bridget and Trent
1: yeah no the name was not on there at all All so I mean we were almost ready to call edible arrangement and be like who sent this but they were already closed (laughs) here's what I was gonna throw in my mom informed me last night that apparently you texted her to get our address I did because I don't. I'm a horrible friend and I don't know your address. It's okay. I mean, I have (laughs) yours memorized, but it's fine. Whatever. Um, So. So what's funny now is realizing then that means my mom got a text from you the night before asking for our address. Did you mention it was like No. Okay. So maybe she anything. didn't. Know. I was just like, "Hey, I want to
0: send Michelle something. Can you give me her address?" That's okay. all I said. Okay. So maybe they and hadn't your put it. Mom's
1: name is Anita. So I yes. thought
0: like, "Man, you also didn't consider that either." Okay. We didn't all consider
1: right. my mom because number one she, she would really never know. sign it letter A. Like she would write mom. Um And then second of all, I had not called my parents and told them until literally 10 minutes before the edible arrangement came. I had just gotten off the phone with my parents to share with them. So anyway, funny story. It did make for a very like just funny situation that we can like look back (laughs) on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Um, Okay. All right.
0: I feel like people are really not going to care about my summer. So let's jump into you first because a lot more people are going to be curious. Uh, we need moving
1: details, Michelle. Let's go. Okay. Start, start, All start right. spilling it. Word details vomit. So let's start with when we decided that we were going to move to Texas. Um, Billy and I have been looking into just buying a house in general for the past like year to two years. Um And the problem is where we currently live, it is very, very expensive. So
0: expensive, guys. It's horrible. Horrible.
1: We would have basically been able to afford a shoebox. Like, it's just super expensive. So we had kind of started looking at moving to other areas. And And I want to just add in, I
0: feel like you, on top of that, are such a traveler. Like, do you know what I mean? I feel like you're a person that really likes to experience different places. I don't know. Okay, I'm going to stop talking. You go. Yeah. Go.
1: Um, So basically, we decided um, on Austin, and I think we're going to come back to this a little bit later in the episode of like why, but we started back in like February, um, we flew to Austin and remember that whole me getting stuck there. Mm -hmm. Now it all makes sense. So we were there scoping out areas that we wanted to live and we have since traveled back there Ooh, three times, I think. I, I only shared that we were there in February. I did not share on social media the other times because I knew people right. would start putting it together. So I've been yeah. keeping it a secret. But we've flown down there several times um, looking at areas and all that. But it's crazy because the actual process of buying a house, we at this time have not seen the house in person. Um
0: So that is
1: insane. But we were working with a real estate agent. And so we were looking at houses online. And when we would see one that we would like, she would take us on like a Zoom tour and she would show us the house. And we only toured one other house and we loved it, but there were some foundation issues. So we passed. And then this house, literally we saw it and we're like, oh, like it's probably not still available. Like I'm sure it's sold by now and it was still available and literally like we toured it, we put in an offer. Like that night we told our agent like, "Hey, we want to put in an offer." The next morning she submitted our offer and they had accepted it within like 2 hours. So it was a very wow. very fast process. Um so at this time, we are recording this actually on Mother's Day, May 9th, and yeah. we are in the process like we're under contract with the house. We are supposed to close on June 1st. So kind of our timeline um is we close on June first. We are going to fly down to Austin for that closing. And then we're gonna come back. We may fly down another time, like a week or two later, but then we're gonna actually make the move after my school year has ended. So like somewhere around June twenty fourth, we will actually drive down there. Like I said, it's a twenty four hour drive. So we're gonna split it into two days. We're gonna have the kitties. Oh, it's gonna be a disaster. Oh, oh I'm not looking forward fine. to that. And you're <laughs> um, we are using the pods service. So they're going to deliver a pod on June 21st, I think it is. And we're going to have a couple of days to kind of get it loaded up. And then they will come pick up the pod and move it to Texas for us, which will yeah. be very nice. So, yeah.
0: yeah. OK, so I think here's how I ended up deciding to, to do this whole process. I feel like there are a few questions that our listeners are going to be very interested in. And so I came up with. Four questions that I think you should answer for everyone because it's it's all buzzing. All right, I can already feel people like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Michelle's moving, Austin. Ah, so here, are you okay with doing like four questions? Yes. I mean, at this point, it would be really bad if I said no. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yeah, you can't say no because they're curious. I know that they are because they're nosy, like I am, which is fine. (laughs) So here's the first question: Why did you decide
1: to move to Texas of all places? This has been the number one question that people, um, because I mentioned because all that the things
0: come from Texas. Let <laughs> me just say that
1: <laughs> I mentioned that we had not um, really shared with like extended family, but there are some people that knew that we were moving to the Austin area. For example, some of my coworkers, um, and so the number one question is always like, "Oh, well, why are you moving to Texas?" So here's the thing: Billy and I both have only ever lived in Maryland. We were born and raised in Maryland, and him and I decided we don't want to have only ever lived in one state. We want to be able to go out and experience new places. So we knew we wanted to move to a different state. Now, what attracted us to Texas, we had traveled to Austin a few years ago and we loved it. What's really funny is while we were there, we both kind of joked with each other like, yeah, I could see us living here. Yeah, ha And at the time it was like, wait. I'm kind of serious, but I don't think he's serious. And it wasn't until afterward that we both were like, wait, were you serious? Would you actually live there? And we realized we both were on the same page and we're like, yes, like it just feels right. So we were attracted to the Austin area. Um, Again, we could afford more there versus what we could get here when it comes to a house. And then the last element is the fact that we don't have kids, we're not tied down. And it's like, why not? You know, I feel like everyone always needs a... A reason like well why are you moving there is it because of a job is it because of this and it's like no why shouldn't we move like we have nothing tying us down we're young we we don't have a family yet like if we're gonna make a move let's make a move we love the city like let's just go for it so yeah. there you go <laughs>
0: Yeah, I I mean, I completely agree with you. I don't think you should have a reason to be able to move. And like you said, you have no kids right now. You're super fortunate in the fact that you have the ability to just be able to go wherever it is that you want to go. And thinking back, I feel very fortunate. And I've said this to Michelle before. So I feel very fortunate now as an adult that my parents have given us opportunities to live in so many different places. So I... I was born and raised in Houston. I lived the majority of my life in Galveston and then some of it in like the true Houston area. We lived in Dallas for about two years and then we ended up going back to Houston and living back there. And then we ended up moving to Birmingham, Alabama. But we've also had vacation homes in Las Vegas, Nevada. So we would spend a lot of time there. So having a home in all of these different locations has been great. As a kid, I did not like it. You know, as a kid, I felt like they were completely ripping the, you know, the world out from underneath me. But now it is such a great experience to be able to say, I've been in so many different places and every place has been very, very, very different. Um, So it'll be interesting to see because when I moved from the south to the north, I had a huge culture shock. I did not expect people to be so forward with their with their words. <laughs> um, the southern hospitality is is very true to the South, and that's what I've always grown up with.
1: Yeah, and I also think that the people, and especially just the Northeast in general, I think it's very much a. Everyone's always on the go type of lifestyle. And so I think it'll be interesting to kind of get out of that. And again, there was just something about the city of Austin that Billy and I both just loved. And I mean, the food is phenomenal. That's like a whole nother element, but Mm -hmm. it's just something that just felt right to us. Um,
0: So, yeah. No, I think it's a great a great place. I mean, obviously, I lived there. So I think it's wonderful that you're going to go there. And now I have somewhere to go when I go see my family. I'm (laughs) so excited. Um, Okay, so here's the second question. Um, Second question is, what was it like buying a house in a different state
1: for you? Yeah, that whole process, I mean, it's crazy because I can't compare it to buying a house like in the same state I live in because I've mm-hmm. never bought a house. So it's right. It's been a lot of change all at once because it's buying a house, which is an entirely new process, but it's also buying it in a different state. Um, so it's been a lot of change. Billy and I last night, we were driving home from my mom's house. We had gone to visit my parents, and we were just kind of chatting, and I was saying how I'm I'm happy that it has unfolded as quickly as it has because it kind of forced us to just go with it. You know what I yeah. mean? Like we're not trying to fight, we're not trying to question when I say fight, I don't mean together. I mean we're not trying to fight like the change. We're not trying to question like whether it's right for us or not or looking at reasons not to do it. It's just kind of been like, yep, let's go for it. And I think it's really forced us to step outside of our comfort zone. It is crazy that we, you know, bought a house that we have not seen in person. But I think that comes down to working with an agent that you trust. And, mm-hmm. you know, like she had gone and seen the house before she toured it and she was able to point things out to us. And so I I, I feel I feel comfortable doing it, but I know not everyone would necessarily feel like that. Um, but it's been exciting at the same time. And yeah. when we go down there for closing it's crazy because then like we get the keys and it's like okay let's go see it for the first time and i think that that will be you know a big moment for us. Yeah. I have two follow up things. So the first thing that you mentioned that really stuck
0: out was that having somebody that you trust and just so that everyone knows that's listening. She actually they actually met their real estate agent. So they yes. went to Austin, had coffee, like they knew this person and they were able to kind of experience this person for I think what it was it like two or three days.
1: Yeah, so we like Bridget said we met with her, we had coffee um, and that was the only time we met up with her in person, but we've been in contact with her ever since through texts, emails, and her communication has been very clear, which we appreciated. Right. And, you know, she gave us like, all right, go check out these areas. And, and she's really guided us through the process. Um, and it's interesting because I think she works with a lot of people kind of in a similar situation to us. So to her, it's all very normal, like putting in right. an offer on a house you haven't seen is normal for her. So it, I think that helped it feel more normal for us because it wasn't something like out of the ordinary. She's like, yeah, people do it all the time. It's fine. Right. Right. Okay. So my second follow-up question
0: to this is that the day that you go to get your keys, are you going to spend the night? At your house.
1: You know, Billy and I actually were talking about this yesterday. Initially we were like, yeah, let's spend the night. And I think in hindsight, we're like, no, I feel like it might feel kind of <laughs> weird because we wouldn't have anything. It would just be empty. And yeah. So I think we're gonna go kind of get pictures. Um, I already have a plan for how I'm gonna announce it. I'm She's gonna, gonna, gonna wait. Do and, measurements, figure yeah, everything out. <laughs> yeah. So there's no washer and dryer and no fridge. So we do need to get like measurements for the appliances so that we can have those like ordered and, and delivered around the time when we get there. But um, we're, we'll go spend some time there, but we're not going to spend the night. I think we decide we're going to still stay in the hotel um, okay. and wait to be able to spend the night there. So yeah. Okay. So the next question I think is going to be the biggest one that everybody's curious about. Are you going to be teaching? Oh, yeah. So I obviously am resigning from my current teaching job with my county because I'm moving out of state. (laughs) That's kind of a requirement. Uh, And I have decided next year I will not be teaching because there's kind of a multitude of reasons. Number one, I would have to get recertified in Texas. Mm -hmm. And that's just too overwhelming right now with moving across the country, buying a house. And I I don't want that on my plate. Um, And then... You know, Billy and I will be starting a family somewhat soon, and so I just want to be able to have more flexibility with that right now. And at the same time, I have, you know, I have a lot of things that I've wanted to kind of do and and act on that I haven't been able to because I've had so much on my plate. And so I'm really looking forward to, you know, what this is a big change. We're moving across the country. I'm going to be able to do a lot of like projects around the house because there's a lot we have to do to kind of fix it up. Um, and I want to be able to have the flexibility to do that. So I will not be teaching next year. OK. It's crazy.
0: I know. Everybody's probably freaking out uh, right now. So the last question would be, um, what will your plans be since you won't go back to teaching this year? I know you talked a little bit about, you know, you have house plans, which, by the way, guys, her house is is beautiful it is beautiful beautiful i've had the pleasure of seeing it and i know the little areas that she's wanting to work on but since you're not going to go directly back into the classroom this next year like what are some of the things that you're going to focus on
1: yeah so obviously still creating podcast episodes still creating youtube videos and I'll have more availability to do more videos. Um, and theres I literally have a list of videos that I've wanted to record that I just haven't had the time. So I'm excited to be able to extend on that. I'm also going to be doing a lot more PD. I've had a lot more opportunities come up for speaking engagements and to be able to do PD for different schools and colleges. And I've had to really limit what I could do because of of teaching full time and running my business and everything else. So I'm excited to have more time to be able to do professional development and then I have some some things up my sleeves um, of ways that I want to work directly with teachers and really supporting teachers the best that I can, because that is something that really gives me life and it really makes me happy. So um, I will be doing some more of that this year, like working one-on-one with with teachers to be able to help support them.
0: Yeah. No, that's exciting. Yeah. I'm really sad, but I'm also very excited for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's going to be a great journey for
1: you as you kind of (laughs) go into this next chapter of your life. It's just fun. Do you know what I mean? It's interesting because when Bridget and I started this podcast, I would drive up to her house. So if you're like an OG listener, you remember us talking about that because Bridget lives about an hour and a half from where I currently live. And we would drive up or we would drive up, I would drive up and we would spend the weekend like podcast recording. And then when COVID hit, we were forced to figure out how to do it all remotely. So now Mm -hmm. we record all of our episodes through Skype. And again, I'm a huge believer in everything happening for a reason. And I almost feel like with everything that happened with COVID, it it forced us to figure out, okay, how can we do it remotely? And now we're not tied to we have to live by each other, you know? Yeah,
0: no, I agree. So still makes me sad. I'm just gonna know, say it. <laughs> I know.
1: I <laughs> know. All right. So Bridget, I've talked a lot about what's happening this summer. Uh, what are some of your fun happenings? Weren't you supposed to go to Australia last summer with BBT Global, and obviously that didn't happen. So what yeah. is the plan?
0: Yeah. My my summer is really lame compared to Michelle. So if you guys want to just fast forward, you're totally welcome to. Um, but. No, Australia is not going to happen. I, I was supposed to go last year. Unfortunately, it is canceled again this year because Australia's Australia's borders are still closed. Um, so that is going to get pushed to 2022. So I'm still excited about it. Um, but I think I have a lot of other things that are going to help keep me busy. Um, Trent and I have been really working on restructuring our membership for Bridging Literacy. So we are doing something really that I'm really, really excited about, and that's unpacking Anchor Standards. So At the time that this is going up, um, I would have already had it launched and it would be over. (laughs) So that's unfortunate for everyone else. Um, But I am wanting to focus on anchor standards for reading and writing instruction. So informational literature and writing for fourth through sixth grade and really looking at the vertical alignment of those standards and what does it really look like differently so that teachers have a very good understanding of here's what I need to be instructing. Because I think with the broadness of these standards and how they're written, it's really hard to interpret and say, okay, this is specifically what I should be doing. Um, So I'm going to unpack those standards and place those into my membership and to help Uh, just support teachers in that way so that they have a really good understanding of the content before they start to build their lessons from it. When we are truly masters of our content, then I think it's easier to plan out our lessons just overall. Um, Another really exciting thing is that I'm writing another book. So that is something that I'm going to be working on this summer. It's going to be based around bridging literacy. And so my 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 methods for providing literacy instruction into the classroom is called The Bridging Literacy Method. um, And it's how I integrate and mesh reading and writing together so that it's more authentic and relatable for students to be able to make those connections. Uh, So yeah, I'm going to write that book. That's going to be exciting. It's not going to come out until 2022, but I have to get it written and then submit my manuscript by the end of November. And I'm doing this um, with a different publishing company. I'm doing it with um, Josie Bass, which is Wiley. Um, So I'm very, very, very excited uh, to be working with them overall. Um, And then I have a trip that I'm planning to go to Texas, obviously, so that I can see Michelle's house, um, because I'm very excited to go and see her house. But then I also want to visit my family. I think, this past year, my dad's mom passed away in August of 2020. And, uh, with her passing away, it really just kind of hit home for me. And it was like, oh my gosh, like I have not been spending as much time with my family as I should be feeling. And if you are a Latina out there, then you know, like in the Latin culture, like it is, family is a very, very, very important piece. Um, it's funny, Michelle, have you seen The Baker and the Beauty? No, but on one of my
1: coworkers was telling me about it and okay. that they were recommending it. So it's yeah. on my list.
0: I feel like you need to watch The Baker and the Beauty because this will totally get you to understand like my family and how close lit. Like Latina families are basically like this is like all connections to family. Like the dad is like, Well, you can't go off and do this. Like, what about us? You know, we're here, we're working as a family. Like, that is legit my family. Um, so. I think I want to just be able to spend more time with my family and growing that connection. And so like, I find myself on Facebook, which is something that I never used to do, but I'm on Facebook so that I can stay connected with my family in Texas. So I'm going to head there over the summer. We're going to go and do that. Um, and I have like a, just a few small trips kind of planned just for the boys so that we can go to the beach and just some other little places. But yeah. So, um, What about you? Other than like moving, buying a house, holy
1: moly, like what else are you doing? Yeah. So I'm going to go through like a slight timeline basically of the summer. So literally the school year will end with my students. The following week is going to be packing everything up and making the drive to Texas we will have about 2 weeks before bridget comes down so it's going to be a lot of you know unpacking we obviously have to get appliances and there's like a couple small projects that i want to try to get done like asap so it's going to be very like house oriented at the beginning of july bridget will come down and then after bridget visits i am flying to orlando because i am presenting with get your teach on at their national conference And I will be down there for an entire week. It's actually during the week of Billy's birthday. So we're going to kind of make it a combined, like, I'm presenting, but we're also going to try to celebrate his birthday. And then the rest of the summer, um, I'm just excited to have time to kind of act on some of those ideas that I've had. So again, like making more videos, more products, getting to that list of all the things I've wanted to do that I haven't had time for. Um, Oh, and you know what else I have to share, Bridget?
0: Yeah. I, I keep know. forgetting
1: that I haven't told people because things have been so crazy lately.
0: Well, and you've been going back and forth on this decision for a while. So yeah, that's, yeah. To be fair.
1: So Billy and I have decided to not have an actual wedding. Um, so we obviously got married in October of 2020 on our original date with just our closest family, but we didn't have like a wedding per se, you know, it was literally like, all right, we got married, we go to dinner and that was it. So we were planning on around our one year anniversary, doing like a wedding celebration. So all of our family could come And we decided not to do it. There's a multitude of reasons, but obviously with us moving, I feel like it would just be very stressful and not knowing even what the fall is going to look like, because obviously COVID has gone on much longer than any of us expected it to, and it just doesn't feel like a necessity anymore. I think Billy and I have both kind of gotten to the point where now we're really excited about the house and that next step in our lives. And we don't feel like having a wedding is a super top priority. So that was something else that I just had to kind of share. So I will not be wedding planning. That's what I will not be doing this summer.
0: (laughs) I mean, but you're at this point now, like I think... You know you're at this point where you're ready for the next piece of it, and yeah. I think that wedding was still just kind of holding you back and keeping you in Maryland. Where now it's just I'm like you're ready to move on, and there is nothing nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah. Um, and I think we're gonna see some really great things from you, like as as we start to go into the fall. And can I mention are you are you pl- you're planning on getting a puppy?
1: Oh yeah, later? we are gonna
0: get a dog. Guys, I'm so excited. <laughs> Walter's gonna have a cousin. <laughs>
1: yeah we Billy has wanted a dog for a really long time we both grew up with dogs and I did not want to have a dog while we were renting yeah. so we had kind of said once we buy a house like we'll get a dog which our house oh. has a fence so it's all good yeah but we're well, gonna, gonna wait be able to be
0: home to train yes. your puppy oh, it's and that gonna was gonna something so else great.
1: that was important and we we definitely want to adopt so It's going to be just a matter of finding the right fit and kind of waiting for that to come along. You know, we're not like in a rush or anything. So when that time comes, I'll be sure to share more about it. But yeah, Yeah. lots of changes this summer. (laughs) Yeah.
0: A lot of good things are going to be happening.
1: We're going to have to do another week in the life episode each at some point this summer to kind of like share in the process of what all is happening. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. I think it'll be really interesting.
0: I am very excited for you. And like I said, I'm very proud of you and Billy, obviously, for... Kind of making He's this an big decision. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get really like emotional. But I. I really am. Like I'm gonna miss having you right here next to me. And I know that's a very very selfish reason to want to keep my friend here. But I think it's a great decision that you're making for you and your family. I think it's a wonderful thing that you're kind of going to another place and you know looking at um, just evolving and growing. And I think. You're going to do great things, like I mentioned, and I say it over and over and over again. We're going to see amazing things from you, Michelle Emerson. Like, <laughs> I see it. It's going to happen. I love this. Now <laughs> that we have been super, super mushy here, <laughs> we are going to go ahead and start wrapping this up. So we hope that you guys enjoyed listening to this little, uh, just what are we just doing over this, this 2021 summer? Uh, lots of big plans happening. So be sure to stay tuned. Make sure that you are also heading over to our website, teachingonthedoubled.com. Submit your TSH. We want to know what is your time-sucking hurdle right now. We all know Michelle's is going to be moving. (laughs) Um, Mine will be writing another book, but we want to know what is happening with you, and you can be featured right here on our podcast. Also, make sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you can get notified the next time we drop a new episode, and we would love for you to leave a review over on iTunes. It really does help us to be able to get into the ears of so many other teachers out there, we also like to hear your thoughts on this podcast. So until
1: next time, be timely, stay organized, and be productive. Bye-bye. See ya.